Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Success Harbor Podcast with George Mazaros, where it's all about making success happen for you. Hi, everyone. This is George Mazaros with Success Harbor, and I have Beth Barani with me. Beth works with genre novelists one-on-one and in groups to help them write, publish, and market their books. She's also a speaker, a and a teacher, and has presented in Italy, Boston, Washington, D.C., and Los Angeles. The author of the best-selling books, The Writer, she's also the author of best-selling books, The Writer's Adventure Guide, 12 Stages to Writing Your Book, and Overcome Writer's Block. She also publishes the monthly digital magazine, Author Entrepreneurship Magazine, to help authors create successful and sustainable careers. Welcome. Thank you so much, George. So glad to be here. Thank you for being here, Beth. Uh, tell us uh, how you started writing. When, when, when did you start writing? When did you feel that this was your passion? I started writing as a child. I believe uh, I made a few books with my siblings, and that was just for fun. And my writing spark really turned on when I was 13, and I had a teacher who asked us to write all kinds of things And I remember working on a suspense story and thinking, I could do this. I could really do this. So I really got sparked and determined at at age 13. And, uh, you know, and here we are today, several novels later. Okay. So what was your first writing that got published anywhere? The first thing that I got published was a three-page action-adventure fantasy story, uh, Henrietta the Dragon Slayer, which I later, many years later, turned into uh, the novel that is published today. And this was when I was 19 and in college, and I was a writing tutor, and I got that published uh in the magazine for writing tutors. Uh, That was really a surprise to me and and quite something I was very, very happy about. Why was it a surprise to you? Well, I really enjoyed writing the story. I didn't know how good it was. I just was passionate about telling the story. So it was lovely to get this external validation that other people liked the story too. Okay. How did you get started with helping other writers? You know, it actually also started in college. I had a friend of mine who asked me to review one of her papers and I just went to town with it and made comments in the margin. It was a very natural thing for me and I was able to help her make a stronger paper and she got an A on it. And that was really a a clear sign for me that I could really help authors, uh, people who are writing. And it, and I was a writing tutor, but there it was a little different. It, it was people who had to get help. But when my friend came to me asking for help, I knew that this was something I could turn eventually into a profession. So at what point did you turn it into a business uh, uh, to, to help other writers? I started my business eight years ago, almost exactly eight years ago. And I was really determined to um, bring a style of creativity to helping writers. So I got trained as a creativity coach and got a certification in that. And I always specialized in helping writers. So I launched eight years ago after about two to three years of quiet training and preparation. So let's talk about how you got some of your first clients. Was it just word of mouth or how was it networking? Talk about getting, because those first few clients are so important. They are, and also such a mystery when you're just getting started. So there's two ways that I got my initial uh, clients. One was networking. I did join BNI, Business Networking International. That was a wonderful way to learn how to network, and I got some clients through that uh, initially. And then the second thing I did was flyers. 
I offered an in-person class, a six-week writing class, and I paid a flying flyer service here in my area. And that, and I already, I love flyers. I always looked at flyers. So I, I knew this was a pretty effective way to get people in. And that is how I also got my first clients. And so those are the two methods I used for a while. Okay. So let's talk about what it takes for a writer to think of themselves as an entrepreneur and what it really takes for a writer to succeed. Let's assume you're a good writer. So we're going to talk about everything else that you need to do because being a good writer is not enough in itself. Let's talk about when should an author or a writer, well, hopefully an author ultimately, right? But a writer initially, think about an agent, finding an agent. That's a great question. So if an author wants to be published by a traditional publisher, when they know their manuscript is is good enough, is ready for mainstream, they need to start looking for an agent. And one of the best ways to get moving in that area is to join a writing community with authors who are more experienced than you, who have agents, and maybe even who bring agents into your local group to have, you know, to give a speech and, and to pitch directly to. And then you start to learn what does it take to pitch to an agent. You learn the rules of writing a query letter. You learn, you know, how to present yourself in person to an agent. So as soon as your manuscript is ready, uh, I say go for it and, and get help from the community and from more experienced writers. So what kinds of support groups do you recommend for writers? There's a few different kind of support groups. I recommend right from the beginning that a writer go and join a critique group so they can get support around their writing to improve their writing. And also simultaneously, I recommend they join a professional group. Just about every kind of genre writing and every kind of writing has a writing association. I myself belong to the Romance Writers of America since one of the things I write is romance. And they are a very powerful organization and have many, many local chapters and even have a lot of vibrant online communities. There's over 10,000 people in this community, and it's, it's a great place to learn. There are other writing organizations in your genre. There's the Thriller Writers of America, Mystery Writers of America. There's uh, an association for children called Society of Children Book Writers and Illustrators. And there's uh, science fiction. There's all kinds. There's even more than that. There's like the national, there's national organizations as well. So if you, uh, I guarantee that you'll be able to find a writing association that uh, meets locally or at least online that you can join. So there are two, basically there are two major ways for for a writer to get published, the traditional way and the self-published way. Can you talk about the differences between the two and maybe some of the pros and cons of each? Absolutely. And I also will mention a third way in a moment. So traditional publishing is when you query an agent who then finds a publisher, or you can also query directly a publisher. And what this means is you are giving them the right to publish your book. And in exchange, they make the decisions around marketing, the cover, the layout, the design, and also they manage the distribution. Now, all publishers are not alike. So do your research, do your homework, look in writer's market, go and look at books published by these publishers. They are like a business investor in your book. They sometimes, not always, but sometimes give you an advance, which you actually pay back by making book sales. Um, So that is something that you have to, what's called earn out. 
Now, the, the positive of getting a traditional publisher is that often they will have a really good team. They'll have good editors, good book cover designers, book, good market marketing department. So you will get a lot of team. You'll get support for all the pieces of what it makes takes to create a book. The con is you may not get an advance. The royalties you get are relatively small compared to self-publishing. So we're talking 8 to 10% traditionally. And it takes a long time for your book to show up on bookshelves. It can take anywhere from a year to two years, sometimes less if you're doing a digital-only publisher. Their cycle might be three to six months. It really depends. So it can take a really long time to get published. So that's about traditional marketing. Shall I go on to self-publishing now? Uh, yeah, sure. Please. Sorry. That was traditional publishing. So self-publishing, self-publishing, you are in charge of everything. You do it yourself or you can hire people to do it for you. So, for example, we actually do book production over here for people. People hire us to help them to have a cover, to lay out the book, to uh, figure out how to distribute the book, how to print it, how to create an ebook. Self-publishing means you are the publisher. You are in charge. You get to make all those decisions. You also get to make the decision that your book is ready to publish, which is actually one of the hardest decisions to make as a self-published author. But it also means that all the um, investment for your book, paying for anyone to help you or paying to learn how to do this or paying for software or paying for images, this is all out of your pocket. And then the benefit of that is you earn all the royalties. So, for example, when we upload an ebook onto the Kindle, I get 70% of retail. That is awesome compared to if I went with a traditional publisher, I might only get 30% or less even, 25%. It really depends on the publisher. <clears throat> so self-publishing gives you a lot of power, a lot of response and responsibility, but then also the benefit of the profit. So you pretty much have to think of it as an entrepreneur if you go on the self-publishing route. Is that correct? Yes, and that is something very challenging for creative writers to do, especially the writers that I know who are used to just thinking about making a good story. So it's a whole new skill set of, of thinking about the marketplace and thinking about, well, what makes a good cover? Well, how do I write a back cover blurb to attract my readers? And also you have to go find your readers. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's really like, like running a business. Yes. So besides being a good writer, what does it really take to become an author? There's a, there's a big difference between writing and being an author. Can you give us kind of an outline of what, what else that goes into that process? Sure. Well, being an author, I guess the distinction I would make is that being an author is about putting your work out into the world, so publishing your work, and having people then be able to interact with you and buy your work and, and become your fan. So uh, one of the things you need to think about is marketing and branding, which can be completely a new territory for an author. And this is about who is your public persona? Who do you want to be known as? And what do you stand for? And then also, who are you speaking to? So that's the marketing piece. And there are simple ways that authors can start to delineate you know, that for themselves. Part of that is, can come through writing community, where you get to notice how you're different from all the other writers around you. And part of it comes from just putting your work out into the world and, and attempt, you know, 
positioning yourself and then seeing how that how people relate to you. And if so, if you had to, if we would look at a hundred percent of being an author, what percentage is writing of the hundred percent? The actual writing of the piece that you're working on. Yeah, I'd say uh, the work is about it's about fifty fifty. Half your time is spent writing. The other half might be spent doing everything else, the marketing, um, getting getting all of that together, communicating wow. with your about. I mean, that's what I've heard from authors who are full time writers. They, that's how they split their time. Six yeah, I thought it was going to be even bigger because, like, for bloggers, they say it's about writing is about twenty percent, ten twenty percent, and then the rest is really about promotion, you know, and and everything else that goes into it. So, well, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. For novel writing, it might be a little bit different because the time it takes to um, write a book and then release a book out into the world that's a long span. So there is a lot of time spent writing. Yeah, um, that's a good point. Yeah. I want to circle back to the third option for publishing. Yeah, go ahead, please. It's called hybrid publishing, and that's when you actually pay a service provider who will publish the book for you. So it's not the traditional model, and it's not traditional publishing, but you're actually paying someone to get your book into distribution, to do the cover, to do the design and everything. And you have a limited, you have some decisions, but not all the decisions. And there's a certain vetting process and you get to be attached to that publisher. So, for example, Hay House has Balboa Press, and you pay them, and you're sort of under the Hay House uh, publishing umbrella, but you're still self-published. So there's pros and cons to that. I actually don't recommend it for most authors, if, unless you're doing it with lots of education and your eyes wide open, because it's often writers get very disappointed because they, they don't get the kind of support they thought they were going to get. So it's almost better to just do it yourself or go for traditional publishing, or just, you know, know, read all the fine print and really understand what you're getting into. Oh, that's good. I haven't heard of that that one. Let's talk about Twitter. How can authors or writers use Twitter to market themselves? I love Twitter, and if you research me on Amazon, you'll see why, because I have a book, Twitter for Authors. The subtitle is Social Media Book Marketing Strategies for Shy Writers. I think Twitter is an amazing medium for writers. It is built for writers. It's a wonderful writing challenge. You only can use 140 uh, characters. Uh, actually, yeah, 140 characters. And you want to leave some space in there so people can easily forward your messages. Twitter is a great way to, there's several great ways uh, to use Twitter as a writer. And I highly recommend it, even if you've never been on Twitter, to give it a try. One of them is you get to connect with other industry professionals, so other writers, journalists, book reviewers, especially this community called book bloggers. These are people who love to review books. It's a great way to find them and connect with them. Uh, other industry professionals, literary agents are there, publishers are there. Uh, so you just basically go to search.twitter.com and search for... As people that have a book blogger in their profile or something like that? Absolutely. And be sure to put your genre in there. So if you write mystery, write that. Or if you write science fiction or even literary fiction, be sure to include your genre because book bloggers are picky. They're primarily readers. Some of them are also writers, but they're, they're very specific about the kind of books that they like to read and review. So, okay. yeah. So Twitter is great for that. Twitter is also a wonderful creative medium if you want to connect with other writers who are also writing. There's a fabulous hashtag, which is the pound sign, 
called am writing am and then writing all one word if you type that in you'll see other people who are also writing and you could use that as a way to keep yourself accountable to get your writing done so that's fun that way and then thirdly it's a great way to connect with people on common interests so if you're writing about say you're writing about castles in england and that's a big part of your novel well type in those keywords in the search bar or on the search page and you'll find other people who have a similar interest and you can connect with them and these people can become your potential readers so it's great to use twitter to even be a pa a fan and to find other people who are a fan of the same thing so that you're connecting as people to people because Social media is about people and it's about connecting with each other. So be genuine. And social media marketing is not about buy my book. In fact, that's very much frowned upon. So if you're having a sale or you're doing a special or you're doing a giveaway, you have something special to point to. Yes, of course, share that. Otherwise, be there to make connections because as a writer, selling books is a long, it's a long haul game. It's a marathon. And the more people who know about you, the more people can notice uh, when you have a sale or a giveaway or uh, you have a new release and they're there to celebrate. Also, Twitter. Okay. Yeah. I, one, Go ahead. Anything else for yeah, Twitter? Yeah. One more point about it's Twitter is, is to ask people to share your news. There's a, a feature on Twitter called a retweet, which is a button you press that allows someone else's message to be spread uh, into their community. So I might write something and I someone else will share it and then everybody in their list has an opportunity to see it. So do ask people to share your messages and make your messages easy to share by writing like a hundred character messages so they're they're easy to share. Okay. Great. That's all good advice on Twitter. Let's talk about blogging and how can how blogging can help an author. Yes. Especially for novelists, blogging can be kind of a burden because here we are, we're used to writing long, you know, we're used to writing books and then you're asking us to write a 500 word piece and like every week, it, it can often feel like what <laughs> more work. Uh, but what I've found as, as someone who felt used to feel that way, that blogging is a great way to connect with readers around the themes of your book. So for example, on my blog as an author, author.bethbarani.com, I, write about, I've written about kick-ass heroines because I feature that in my fantasy series. I have Henrietta the Dragon Slayer and then the sequel, Henrietta and the Dragonstone. So I love writing about kick-ass heroines. That's what I do. So what I've done is I've written a bunch of articles when the, fir the book first came out, the first book. So I have about 15 articles that I wrote on the theme of kick-ass heroines, all kinds of things, like my favorite ones in TV and movies and highlighting what are the characteristics of a kick-ass heroine. And then I started inviting other writers who write science fiction and fantasy who have a main character, heroine, who's also a kick-ass character, to write on my blog. And so I've done that now for the last three and a half years, and I have like 30 art authors who've come to write on my blog, and I have all that material on that on my blog. And so I've become known as part of my brand that I, I champion the kick-ass heroine, and I'm very specific about who can be writing on my blog, and I have three questions for them. So I basically built a community around this theme. And then recently I did a, a celebration, a Facebook party launch for the latest fantasy book. And I had some of those authors come and participate. So I got to, I already had a community of peers, and then we get to cross pollinate. We get to tell each other 
about each other's books and it makes it, the marketing easier, especially because we're all independent authors. And so you don't have to do it alone. So having a blog is a great way to build community around the themes that are important to you and to find the other people who have the same, who care the same. And that's just one way to use a blog. There's a lot of different ways, but I would, that was, that's what I've done. Okay. So what advice do you have for writers to build a following for themselves? This has been the focus of a lot of my attention um, because I'm a fairly new writer. I've only been published out there in for about three and a half years and I write in two genres. So I have two different audiences I'm looking for, one in fantasy, young adult fantasy, and one in romance. So what I have discovered is one of the best ways to to find your audience is to ask, is to say things on Facebook and Twitter like, who likes to read paranormal romance, um, like Hallmark movie-like paranormal romance? And so what I've done is I've named my genre and I'm given it sort of a reference so that people can kind of understand that my books are kind of like a Hallmark movie, but it's paranormal romance. So people can then say, ooh, I like that. And then I can invite them. I do invite them to either sign up for my newsletter or come to my blog or enter a giveaway, something specific. So I don't just ask. I actually invite. So that's two very important parts of social media for writers. When you're looking for your audience, don't just say, you know, what do you like to read? Actually give them your genre and say, hey, do you like this genre? And then at, in the same message, invite them. If you do, then come join my giveaway or come join my party or come come join me in this particular way and make it not just be follow me or like me, but make it be something that's yummy for them where they get to win a prize. They get or read an excerpt or something good that they can get right away or soon. So this is some of the tools I've used to develop it. And now I have uh, uh, over a hundred people on my author list who are very dedicated to what I write. Plus I have over 20 people on what's called a street team, people who do promotions for me, people who love to read my work before it's even published and who get special goodies from me. And people love to, in, in all actuality, people love to support authors and um, there's sort of a specialness like, ooh, I know an author. Ooh, I get to read their book before it's published. So if you help, if you make people feel special, I'll give them that opportunity. That's a great way to pull, bring in people who really love what you're up to. And I've seen it not just with what I write, but with, a, you know, other genres and other writers. So part of bringing in your audience is knowing how to name what you write. That's really important. And to come up with different ways to talk about it. And those are, that's called pitch. So do you want you need a short version, a long version. I actually teach this uh, in my in my trainings and in Twitter for authors. And there's multiple ways. And what I did was an elevator um, high concept pitch. And my high concept is hallmark um, hallmark like novels uh, stories. So that gives people a reference point. Um, and there's. There's a lot of ways you can come up with your own. So this is something I help authors do in, in my business as an author's coach. And as you see, George, I could go on and on on this topic. It's yes, that's good. About- now, I have a few more questions. So um, what I want to ask is, what are some of the biggest mistakes writers make that prevents them from success? That's such a great question. There's a few different ones I've seen in my work as an author's coach. And one is that they don't share their work with anyone. So while you're developing as an author, you definitely need to bring together peers, 
people who are more experienced than you, maybe an editor, but it could also be done in a peer group where you don't have to pay anything, where you start to really hone your writing and shape it towards professional writing. So that's one thing. Get support on making your writing excellent and be around people who like you, respect you and get what you're doing. The second thing is you need to think as a professional, you need to when you're getting ready to think about publishing, then you need to learn how to brand yourself and um, all the steps it takes to to be a professional, whether that's traditional publishing or self-publishing. And branding is a big piece. Getting up a blog uh, or a website is another piece. And I would say the the other the third piece is is do stay connected to a professional community uh, as you as you take these steps as a professional author. So doing it alone that's the biggest mistake I see um, authors uh, do. They think they can do it by themselves. They forget that actually it's a community effort, and we all learn from each other. And I would say in most writing communities, there's a lot of generosity. Just find find good people who will who understand that. And, and can support you on your journey. Sounds good. What do you think is the biggest time waster for writer entrepreneurs? Well, like, What's... yeah, that's, <laughs> shall we say, social media? Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the other is uh, that you don't have clear goals. So even if that means writing 100 words a day or, you know, spending specific amount of time on your marketing, doing specific tasks, get super specific. Uh, and I notice even I get off course when I don't have specific goals. So that's, uh, that can be, you can kind of spin in circles and not get anything done and wonder where the day went. Um, so that's, uh, those are two big things I see problematic okay. writers. Now, if someone came to you and, you know, they enjoyed writing and they were a good writer too, but they would want to make it as as a, you know become an author or somebody that that gets published a writer entrepreneur if if they're self published if you could train that person what would be the first thing you would teach that person to to set them on on a on a road to success provided that they were ready and their writing was was ready i would want to teach them how to brand themselves and I, I actually have an exercise for that that's in Twitter for Authors called Clear Message, which is the like a foundational piece, a one sentence structure where I teach people how to understand how to communicate what they write in one sentence and answers the question, so what do you write? Because that's what everyone's going to ask you in the grocery store line, at the library, at the, you know, at the cafe, when you're out and about. So learning how to answer that question, what do you write, in a way that's interesting, draws people to you and is the foundation for your branding will allow you to build upon that. And, and then there's many specific things that can be done, like an online presence, um, getting ready to do all the marketing <laughs> that's involved. So, yeah, I would say the clear message is, is the first thing I, I, I would teach people, and I do teach them. And what is, do you have a favorite app or an app that you found useful for writing? I really like Scrivener. Scrivener is a very inexpensive writing tool, lives on my computer. It's not an app. I don't think they have an app yet, but it's a, it's a very robust writing program that allows me to write, organize my writing, but also organize my research and all my marketing materials all in one file. It's very robust that way. And then it also allows you to easily convert into an ebook, 
convert into a Word document. It's It's got a lot of wonderful features. And I know a lot of writers love it and use it. And I, I've been using it now for, for over a year. I really like it. Well, Beth, thank you very much for coming on Success Harbor today to share your wisdom for you know, for about how to how to think of yourself as an entrepreneur, as a writer, and how to succeed. How can people find out more about that or connect with you or find out more about you? Well, first of all, thanks, George, for having me. This has been really fun. So yeah, if people want to follow up and connect with me, the first stop is bethbarani.com, and I'll spell that for you. It's B-E-T-H-B-A-R-A-N-Y. Dot com. That's my main hub. From there, you'll see all my services and my products. And then if they want to dive deeper into author entrepreneurship, you're welcome to go and subscribe to my online magazine, authorentrepreneurship.com. We have over almost two years of um, worth of articles, and the magazine has been going on for a while. And of course, authors, you're welcome to write for me. Check out the writer's guidelines. You'll see the very specific requests I have. And come join me. Find me on on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Um, just search my name, Beth Barani. I'm, I'm quite present, and I love to communicate with other authors. I believe that together we are strong, and building a writing community is one of the most fun things that, that I love to do. Beth, thank you very much, and I wish you much success. Thanks, George.